Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Big episode today. I mean, that's what Ben says every week. But like, seriously, this is the finale. And this finale is insane. And we have the best guest I could possibly imagine breaking it down with today. It is Caitlin Bristow. Hello, Caitlin. Thank you so much for taking... Thank you so much for taking the time out of your insane schedule. You guys, just a little preview as to um, what Caitlin's past 24 hours have been. She was on the live show and now she's on a bus to San Diego to do a Dancing with the Stars live show today. And she did so many interviews and I'm probably probably a podcast of your own in between then. And somehow she was able to squeeze in an hour for us. Well, I'm so sorry that I'm like literally on a bus bouncing around back here with like I hope the audio sounds good for all of your listeners because I am a hot mess it is it sounds good it's funny because we get bios for everybody except I don't really need a bio for you and it's just like these are the things that Caitlin has going on in her life as a constant in addition to you know being the bachelorette host for the past two seasons she has her podcast off the vine her scrunching hair accessory company do edit her wine label spin sparrows and the dancing with the stars live tour so like yeah it's this girl just <laughs> does it all and you are an amazing businesswoman and I'm so proud of you uh okay thank you you're the most perfect person to have here today like i said because you said last week in your um interview with clayton that there are some ways that you can relate to him so can we like just hit it off the bat um you had a little controversy on your season Yeah, because yeah. um, yeah, there was like some outing of you sleeping with you know people, and yep. how do you feel? How do you feel like this season has like it's? Do you think it's just like always going to be sloppy? Is it always sloppy if you sleep with somebody who isn't you're going to be your final pick? I keep saying I'm like like okay, I get that there are people that come on the show that are virgins who are the leads, and of course they aren't sleeping with people in the fantasy suite, but. There are, I would like to know how many bachelor and bachelorettes go to the fantasy suite and sleep with more than one person. It's literally part of the process, in my opinion, to do that. I don't think it's right or wrong. I think it depends on each individual Mm -hmm. of like what they need from the, uh, like to, to figure out what they need in that relationship to move forward for forever. Um, so I, I just think like, I thought the show and I thought the viewers had come such a long way because. I obviously slept with more than one person on my season and got so much backlash and slut shaming and all of that that came with it. But then Hannah Brown sleeps with, you know, more than one person and four times in a windmill and everyone was cheering for her. And I was like, yes, sex positive. Here we go. Like we're finally coming around. And like, 
everyone was like, Kate Lops fun. And I was like, yes. And I like loved that people were accepting of it. And now Clayton does it. And because again, it's like, I don't know. I don't know why, but everyone's like shaming him for it. And he, I just think he's like in over his head with falling in love with people. Like, I think he's just, he's just in over his head. That's the best way I can explain it. Okay. Except for my issue and Ben and I have made it super clear over the past two weeks was not him sleeping with everyone or two of them. Right. It was the way he spoke to Susie. Yes. One thousand percent. And I just don't know if I could get over that. Um, I totally agree with you. I, and he knows that, like he said to me watching it back, he was like, I totally handled that poorly. Like, uh he said he didn't gaslight i i know i don't know he I told me to differ, yeah, i agree and then some people have told me like that term is so overused now that you're using it like me like i use it in the interview in a too general sense but like if you really look at the psychological yeah. definition of it maybe he wasn't and i'm like okay sorry what right. i mean then is that it was like manipulative <laughs> it was manipulative it really was and and i think he knows that watching it back but I always have to give people the benefit of the doubt. Not that I think anyone should be excused for talking to anyone like that. But I will say that when you are at the end of that journey in that place, especially Clayton, he is so emotional. He is an absolute train wreck. He is just like, at this point, I feel like he doesn't even know who he is, where he is, what he feels. And so I think he was just like so emotionally drained. And I think and I think he told me this on my podcast that he had this feeling that Susie wanted to be the bachelorette. So he was mm -hmm. feeling Yeah, he angry. told us the same thing. And like, I can yeah. understand. I can understand right. watching it back with that mentality. You're literally just questioning everyone and every intention. And you're like, do I even know these people? And like, who are you? And like, I don't have my family. I don't have my friends. Like, you're just such a mess at that point that like, you probably aren't acting the way you usually would in real life. Yeah. Yeah, I I understand, but at the same time, it was it was a rough that you know we we left off last week rough, and now yes. we enter this week with another questionable decision, I suppose. But <laughs> when when he asks, you know, and he kind of like begs both girls to stay um, yeah. at the rose ceremony. But first, yeah. I want to ask you two questions first do you think that he really is in love with these girls all three of them or is he in lust with all three of them oh um probably lust i mean i i just always you know i've been in that position and it's like how if you love someone like you know all of their flaws and you love them for their flaws mm -hmm. and their insecurities and their mistakes and their good times and their bad times and their ups and downs and you don't know someone well enough to be fully in love with them on that show. Um, but you could definitely fall in love and be in lust. Um, so I think it's probably lust for all three of them because I I don't want to speak for him, but I don't think he has much life experience like with like relationships. You know, like relationships and yeah. seeing the world and going through like, you know, what a lot of people have before they find the love of their life. So I think he really has three great women that I like don't fault him for falling for all of them because they seem incredible. Yeah. Um, and I think he's just like, what have I like, what have I gotten myself into? Because I, I really 
I think he's falling in love with all three of them, but it's probably lost. Yeah. Okay. That completely leads me into my next question. He's the second bachelor we've had in a row who has had basically no experience with the franchise. Did yeah. not, oh, yeah. you know, Matt James, n- yeah. newbie completely. And then Clayton, yeah. I mean, what was he there for two weeks on Michelle's season, like filming wise? Probably about two weeks. Right. So practically right. no experience. Doesn't know yeah. how it feels. I saw um Blake talking on Twitter and Instagram about how he was like, he has no, he doesn't have like the empathy for these women yeah. that yeah. a normal, quote, normal lead who made it to top three would have, who knows how difficult being yep. in the top three is. So is this just like a big learning lesson for ABC that they need to be casting for like a, quote, successful season? be casting some well, uh, somebody who has experience or is it or is this great tv <laughs> and and we are and then like the, the production and all that doesn't care whether it, le- it leads in happily ever after well i mean it's in i don't know if great tv would also show in the num- the numbers and the rates are down so yeah so it's it's fascinating to think of it from that point of view where um you know, is it great TV because the ratings are down or is that just because everyone is like watching Netflix now or like, I don't know, but I have thought that this season wasn't like, it, it was, I always say it's hard to root for somebody if you don't know, know them, them well enough. Like yeah. we, yeah. So it's, it was hard to root for him. Cause you're like, well, I don't really know you. And I don't know much about you from the last season. Um, so it's hard to root for them to find somebody when you don't know them very well. Um, but I think every season is a learning lesson for ABC because they're always going to like, you know, every season is going to have something, but I also want to know, are we holding these people to such high standards? Like why do we expect Clayton to navigate this perfectly and not make mistakes and not fall for all these incredible women? Like why are we having these crazy expectations of him um, just because he is the bachelor? That's true. It's like people want the lead to just know to follow the formula the standard formula because then they get so annoyed when they don't because then like just look at it like ari peter matt all of them it's just like people get so angry when you don't go by the book but then like then if you went by the book you'd be boring you'd be be quote boring yeah yeah it's it's so interesting like it's the world that we live in is such a like damned if you do damned if you don't world and like I was even thinking that when I was reading tweets last night from being on tv for like what 30 seconds um uh, people were like ew what did she do to her face and that's like a very common thing I get but I'm like man if I didn't do anything to my face people would be like oh she looks so old (laughs) like you either you either look like you've had work done or you're old when you look old so either way (laughs) oh my god that's so funny I mean same here on the podcast it's just like oh you ask the hard questions and then people are like oh they were so mean you don't ask the questions it's like oh they're a terrible (laughs) interview they didn't ask what we wanted to know yeah, I've heard I read one review on my podcast that I'm too nice to everybody and I was like, what? Now I'm too nice? What? No, I think you are too nice. As, as in comparison to like our interviews last week with yours with Clayton and and ours with Clayton, everybody preferred yours. Well, I mean, I I think it's just different perspectives because obviously I've been in his shoes and But then what about the Ben? Like But Ben said oh, yeah. I love you twice. 
fair. Oh my God, that's so fair. I didn't even think about that. You yeah, guys are like perfect it. compliments. Uh, yeah, it's so, yeah, I don't know. It's just such a tough world with um, everybody's got an opinion. And like, I feel bad for Clayton just because I do think he handled that one situation very poorly. And like, people take it so seriously that they're like, think, like they're acting like he like ran over somebody's puppy. Like they're like, he, he, he made mistakes. He didn't like kill somebody and they're like, he deserves to die. And it's like, that's <laughs> dramatic. <laughs> okay. So that's interesting that you say that because last week I have to admit, I was pretty fired up. I really didn't like the way that he spoke to her this episode. I, I had way more empathy for him. I was feeling kind of bad because he just seemed so lost. Like he seemed dumb so to the lost. process. Do you know what I mean? And what I mean, like, like you just said, yeah. you don't have to be perfect with the process, but like, wow, <laughs> just Whoa. all over the place. And ego, I don't even think he knows what he wants. He, there's definitely an ego thing at play. There was an ego thing at play last week. And there's definitely one here where yep. it's kind of like, it's all about me and my feelings, you know, and he, right. it, and he's kind of dragging them on for the ride. And I think his answer to that, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, but like last week yeah. he was big on the whole like compartmentalizing where he was like, these are like different relationships for me. Right. And I was just, you know, exploring each of them individually. I think it's, you know, it could be, could be that. Well, that you can do that to a fault. And I, you know, you, you can literally compartmentalize too well and hurt people and hurt yourself because you're like, well, I'm in this moment and I'm going to forget everybody else right now because I'm going to, you know, give my full attention to this person. That's what they deserve. Mm -hmm. But when you do that, you're literally hurting so many other people. I think that was like such a big part of my like relationship with Sean was that that foundation that you start on is so rocky that mm -hmm. you're like, how could you be telling the other people these things and feeling these other things when like I'm your person? And it's so hard for anybody to understand, but when you compartmentalize too well, it gets you in a lot of trouble and muddy waters. And that's exactly what Clayton has done. All right. That leads me into a conversation that I'm really excited to have with you. And we're going to do that right after this break. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, 
that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we leave, we begin this episode at the rose ceremony, and he admits the teaser that we've seen, tease the entire season, we finally get it, I'm in love with all three of you, and I slept with both of you, I was intimate with. Yeah. Yeah. If he, okay, so step one, how do you feel about him 
doing that in public in front of both of them. Yeah, uh, that should have been a conversation that was, um, <laughs> you know, I think he owed it to those two women to like take them aside and not do it at a rose ceremony and be like, hey, P.S. while you're both standing here. My favorite part of the episode is Rachel asking um, Gabby if she was okay. Like, oh, She seemed okay? truly like, concerned. Yeah. it was, was sweet like, oh my god it was such a sweet moment because it felt so genuine but him he should have had that conversation with both of them I say privately but it's on national television but like not in front of the other person mm-hmm. now in your opinion having gone through something similar ish do you think that he should have even done it in general? Do you think that he needed to say, to tell them in those moments, one, the I love you part, and two, the sleeping with people part? Because, like, eventually they're going to find out. So do you tell them there during the process or do you tell them in the aftermath? And I feel like you, like, you're no, like, oh, God, like, this this affected my life so much. <laughs> It, it, it's so it's so wrong on so many levels to be intimate with more than one person at the same time while you're trying to find love. But in the bachelor world, it's like, I don't know what I want to want to say accepted, but it's encouraged or you're like, it's, it's just not the real world. It's yeah. not you in the real world. You would, you would stop a relationship with other people once you were like, Oh, I'm in love with this person. Yeah. But in this, the bachelor world, you, as, as the lead, part of the process and part of the um, format of the show is to continue these relationships. So for him to do that, I don't think is wrong. Um, and, and I think the boundaries should all be set before the fantasy suites though. You should have these conversations with these women, whether they air it or not of the, those boundaries. Like, are you going to leave if I am intimate with more than one person? Like, I don't know who goes into, I I'm such a different person though, because like, I remember being on Chris Tolsey and I was like, I hope he sleeps with all three and like wants me at the end of it. Like I wanted that <laughs> moving, moving forward. I don't know if I would have like still felt comfortable with that, but at the time. So I just think boundaries need to be set between these, for these relationships before the fantasy suites. Um, I, I don't know if it's their business to like know if he did or not. Um, I just think each situation is so unique. Like maybe some people would want to know. Maybe some people wouldn't want to know. Like maybe those two women were like, why did you tell me that? I wouldn't want to know. Like one of those things where it's like um, out of sight, out of mind. No, what is it? Like if it's what you don't know can't hurt you. Right. And some people might be like that. So I don't know. It's just such a tricky situation. I hate how empathetic I am. I wish I had such a straight answer where I was like, no don't do that no no no. I think I think that's a totally fair answer I think what rattled these women the most what they kept saying over and over was he loves us both he loves us all I think they expected I thought I think they probably thought there was a really good chance that he'd be sleeping with all of them but they didn't expect for him to be saying I love you to all of them but so did he does is is it that's fair yeah I don't know. I think like the, I love you is I sometimes like, I think that's more deep than being intimate. I think so. Oh yeah. 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 And so I, I think he should have, um, I think he was so easily produced and convinced exactly that this is how he should do it. And this is what he should do. And that he was just trying to like make television while also following his heart. And 
So I, I like the whole thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, how does he not like, you know, how does he bring these two women to meet his family after he's like, oh, but my heart is still with Susie. Like, I don't know. But at the same time, it's like, that's it. He's probably being told this is the format of the show. You have to at least do this for them and to see if they want, you know? So I'm just like, God, making television is so hard. Well, when it's like, you're not a character, you're not a character. You're a real human being going through these emotions and trying to find love and trying to make television. Like, it's so messy. The other thing about not getting far on Michelle's season is that he is inexperienced when it comes to the production element. He probably just had like no backbone with, with it. Totally. Like he just thought that you go along with anything that's suggested. Because as we've said on this show many times, there's always free will. You always can make your own decisions. Yes. But like, you know, you're encouraged or suggested one way or the other. And he just went with every suggestion. And I every suggestion is standing up there at the little iced podium at the rose ceremony, <laughs> like and saying, I slept with both of you and I love all of you. Like that was the most produced decision. Oh. Yes, he would never. And he is so broken down at this point. Like he is a shell of himself. Mm. You can just see it. Like he doesn't know what to do. As he says, I'm so broken. Yes, he is. He's so broken. And so he like and he doesn't understand production and he doesn't, you know, you're right. He just doesn't have the experience. I said to the producers at one point at the end of my season, just tell me what you want me to do. I'm so broken. I'm so tired. I am so done. I just want to go home. Like, what do you need me to do? I'll do it. Mm -hmm. So he's probably, you know, I just feel so bad because like you can tell on these podcast interviews and he's not okay right now. He's just not okay. Well, you know, you, you've been really open about your mental health struggles. And so that probably brings a whole other component of empathy when you're watching him. I don't want to make excuses for him. Like, um, because I agree, like some of his behavior, I do not agree with. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to make excuses, but at the same time, I'm like, he is not okay. So I want to give him like empathy and compassion for not being okay. Right. I know. Because when he showed up to do our interview last week, he was in the dumps and I felt bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Uh, Let's talk about Gabby because Gabby like had some good hero moments. She was not going to give in to like her feelings of love because of his behavior. And I think we all, (laughs) I feel like we all wanted her to just walk away. Right. Every, I, I think everyone was gonna be like, like rooting for Gabby if she walked away, and then like we're all rooting for you. And she, yeah, yeah, I, and then she came back. I was surprised that she came back. back. Uh, we were at we were doing a watch party at the coffee shop and bar Rogers yesterday, and everybody started so clapping funny. when she said, "I will not accept your rose." And I was like, "Wait, is this the first time somebody hasn't accepted?" Oh, I can't think. I, I can't. Th- I can't think of one. Um. Yeah, that was like she. Uh, it's she. She handles tough situations like a champ. Oh, like she, I'm so jealous of how like articulate she was, too. and she was able to explain her feelings so well. Uh, me too. I was like, I 
sometimes I, well, I think I'm getting better at that every year and with every therapy session I have, Mm -hmm. but I still wouldn't have handled that the way she did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know her and I'm so proud of her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then the other side, Rachel just seems so hopelessly devoted. Okay. She's so in love with him that I'm just like, can you please marry this girl? She's just going to love you forever. And she just, she just, yeah, with, without like it's unconditional seeming yeah uh, she really like since the get-go I think she really believed that this was her person Mm -hmm. and that he felt the same way and so now this is all just like coming crashing down in like one episode of her being like I'm not his love like I'm not and she's trying to process it in real time and she also is handling it so well but like maybe more of the way I would handle it but she's just the poor thing did not see any of this coming and she's just like wow this is my person and now I don't know if I'm his I definitely related to Rachel Moore in this moment while I respected and like wanted to be Gabby I knew that I was (laughs) Rachel (laughs) I was like in that moment yeah it's like oh god i hate him but i love him so much that i will forgive anything he does just to be with him let's talk about the girls meeting the families after this break what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, I think we can all agree that the uh, the Clayton's dad is awesome, and we wish that we could see more of him, and that we wish that Clayton was had like the brain of his dad, like his his like matured brain. Uh, right. His dad is so logical, and Clayton is so emotional. I'm like, Clayton's dad is like, he was just like, yeah, of course they're upset. Yeah, no. Sh- like it's so like obvious to like a you know especially like a father figure that's to what i your mean son. it was like yeah. the ultimate like 20 something versus dad like his dad is the ultimate dad like my dad would have talked to me the exact same way but he <laughs> also had a warmth about him while he was like being real he yes, was ju- he was he just did. like he felt warm and like i was like this man we needed more of him yeah, yeah, Clayton's dad. I actually ran into him in the elevator um, after um, filming the last night. I was oh, like, really? Clayton's dad. And then I was like, you, well, his mom was there too. And I said, 
I know this is probably so hard on, yeah. you know, the family doesn't sign up for this yeah. and it's so hard on you guys. And I said, but you, but you're, you're doing loved. an excellent job, <laughs> but everybody loves you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So Gabby comes first. I don't think there's anything like super monumental about either of these meetings. Is there anything yeah. that stood out to you? It just seemed like they like the families liked both girls, but it wasn't like a lot of other family meeting times that we've seen where the family was super into one person or like had a strong opinion. They were just like, well, We like I both these like ladies. It- I felt like it was very interesting the fact that they just like glossed over that he almost ruined both of their lives and now they're meeting their families like it was just like they just showed up and they're like hey like remember the other night that was crazy huh and then they like kissed and like went in and met their families and it was like nice and pleasant and I was like what is happening yeah and the did they even ask did they the, the Susie thing how much did they talk about Susie up front now I'm like just not remembering. Did he like yeah. make a big deal out of Susie? Like he was like, and Susie's gone. Um, and now I'm moving on to these two. I guess like what would have been interesting to see is the the family question. Like, all right, well, are either of these girls like a consolation prize? Yeah, they yeah they, they did say that. They didn't did it? say that. Okay, they did say that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, no, but then he like, to me, what would have really hurt was watching this episode back and feeling like he was like, I love you to Gabby. I love you to Rachel. I'm in love with these, but then calling Susie a once in a lifetime woman. I'm like, what? Well, that's exactly when he started saying all this at the end of both family meetings, it was just like, okay, well now like he, he has to dump these other two girls. Like he has to, because it just, yes, (laughs) like you cannot do this. That would be like, it would be very Peter Weber esque. Like I know that Peter was definitely not as obvious. He didn't say such strong language, but like all of us viewers were like, Oh, okay. Maddie is definitely the front runner. And when Maddie left, it was like, Oh, really hannah ann you, you got to break up with her and then he ended up proposing and we we're like what yeah. in the world you literally told the other girl she was number one <laughs> so exactly yeah 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 um we missed a huge chunk of conversation from the previous section of the episode the i love you most right. when gabby was like i don't want to be like loved the most or like i, I need to be like the only yes. one that is loved and accepted what did you think about that term? It's interesting because when you put like love the most, it just sounds wrong. Like there's something about it just sounds wrong. It's it's like calling whoever he picks the winner. It's like the winner, right? It's, it's and now yeah. like if you were to replace the word love with like the one that I like the most, the one I'm the most compatible with, it sounds so right. much different. So much different. Yeah. He I yeah, I I was just on Gabby's side for that one because same, but I also can't articulate why it's so wrong. But it is. Me either. <laughs> it, it, I totally agree with you. I'm like he could have put it so differently. I guess it's like choosing it's like a child. It's like you don't like tell a kid like I love you. You just like 
I don't I don't even know. See, I'm trying to come up with a comparison and it's just not working. So I'm just going to leave it as it just doesn't. It's just yeah. not right. <laughs> it's just not right. It's just not right. Yeah. I mean, but what it, it's such a gray area in the bachelor world of what's right and wrong. Ugh. Well, it's like in the bachelor world, we say falling in love versus being in love. And like, how many times does that right. actually happen in the real world? Like, how many times is there like a phase where you're like, oh, let's like date. I really like you. And then it becomes like there's no there's no real life couple that's where the guy's like, no. I'm falling in love with you. And then a month later he goes, okay, I've decided now I am in love <laughs> with you. <laughs> that's why I think that's why the viewers are so hard on um, the, the leads and the bachelor and the bachelor and all these people, because they expect it to be like their dating world and they're watching it because it's so relatable, but, but it's so like not yeah. right at the same time. Yeah. And they, it's like it's such a confusing thing to watch without getting angry. Well, I think that's why Clayton was so upset last week at the backlash. He was like, I was dating as The Bachelor in a Bachelor world, which I thought was totally different right. than the real world. But maybe it isn't right. as different in the real world because everybody has uh, these problems. But I was told that in The Bachelor world, it's OK to do this because they're giving me three yeah. overnight date keys, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I really wish all the bachelor and bachelorettes would come forward and be like, okay, I slept with this many people in the fantasy suite. And I said, I love you, but off camera to this, but like, right. It's just, he's so Clayton is so exposed right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He also like, he just doesn't have like a connection, like relationships necessarily with like past where yeah. like, I feel like a lot of bachelors, they just kind of like, they emerge with a support system from the franchise. And Ben talked to me yeah. about this. He was like, yo, dude, I wanted to help guide you. <laughs> but like, yeah. but you didn't take it. <laughs> and that's, this is well, what happens. <laughs> Gosh. And I think that's why it was so cool to have uh, myself and Tasha there for Bachelorettes. Because I feel like we really were able to mentor like these women and not just be a host role we were really able to help in these yeah. situations which i think the <laughs> lead clearly needs well i mean you could argue that jesse was supposed to be that but i do think that jesse took on a traditional host role not a mentor role yes. and you guys even had that label of mentor or guide and i think we yeah. should that's mention they didn't want to pay us <laughs> that's because they didn't want to pay us for a host role <laughs> but the, did they do that with michelle season did you pay you host role Oh, I thought you guys got to change title the second season. I, no, we were still special guests in in the credits. Oh, didn't say host. Oh, no. goodness. Okay. I know. Well, uh, I have to say that I think that Chris Harrison was very missed last night, especially. You know? Yeah, I agree. It's it, Love it, Jesse. He's great. He's so nice and so fun to talk to. And I think he's done a great job yeah. in host role. I do yep. think that last night he was like, dude, I don't know what the f*** to tell you. Yeah, it, I agree. I think, um, first of all, Jesse is Canadian and I love him. And he's mm -hmm. literally one of the nicest people. Seriously, I've ever I love him. every time he's on here, so it's great. just so fun. I like smile the entire time we're talking. Yeah, he's so great. It's just Chris Harrison was able to navigate any situation with like, like advice and um I don't I don't I don't even know. I just think it like Jesse was more like uh, um almost like 
around at like how insane it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, I'm a viewer along for this crazy ride of yours. Yeah. I cannot exactly. tell you what to do because you're far too far in, dude. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then let's just get to the conversation that he has with his family about Susie. Like you already kind of brushed on it. But yeah. he has this realization after both of these dates, family dates, that Susie's the one and he he just wants to go and pursue that even if it kind of screws up everything else. And I respect yeah. this. Like I'm really into this because like he says, he wants to do this and he wants to risk losing the other girls because he can't possibly think of a future in which he's constantly questioning what if what if i went after susie yeah. and, and yeah. that's great that i love that decision what i don't like well that these women probably had to go through all of it oh that's where thank you that's yeah, that's what they it was were just supporting him and being there for him during this these realizations but like it's to me like that's Gosh, it's so hard because the fantasy suites are there. For my person, from my personal experience, the fantasy suites was to literally like sex is an important thing to me mm -hmm. in a relationship and intimacy and how, you know, how you feel with that person in those moments. And, and to me, it's like you take all these relationships as far as you possibly can to feel so confident in your decision at the end. And that is a terrible thing like I always say, this is a terrible foundation to start a relationship on, but that is what the show is and, and things are there to do. Meeting the families is part of that. You take it that far and you introduce to your families to feel that and be like, wait, I have realized in this moment yes. that Susie is the person that I want to be with because I'm still thinking about her and want yes. her to be here with my family. Oh, thank you for leading my thought in that direction because that's exactly where I wanted to go. When, because I knew when, okay, so Ben and Nick both saw the episode before me and they both previewed, yeah. well, at least Ben did to me that like he was not going, like Clayton was going to look even worse. And when I was watching okay. him make this decision that he was going to go after Susie after the families, I was like, is this the moment? Is this what people are going to be annoyed at? I'm like, right. I, I can see that because, you know, like, yeah, he strung them along. He begged them to stay and then just <laughs> decided he didn't want to be with either one of them. Right, right. But, well, the like, thing is, I think that it was, it's, there's no other way of doing it. Like, that would have helped me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, exactly. the, I think what people need to think about if they are judging him for that is like, yeah, it's going to hurt these girls even worse because they were dragged on for a couple other days and they met the family. Yeah. But put yourself in that position. Like, you really might need that one extra day. You yep. might need to see that girl with your family to really yep. know. And that's how he found out. And that's, in my opinion, okay. Yeah, it just sucks because we love these two women so much and they've been through so much at this point that you're like, please don't put them through anything else. But at the end of the day, this is part of the show. This is part of the format. You do need to see them with your family. You do need to have those overnight moments. You do need to have these like, take it as far as you can go times to really have clarity on what actually you want. Yeah. And guys, just think about it. That is like a normal season. 
Like these people, yeah. look at the runner up. They get taken yeah. all the way to the altar, really, in the altar, and they get broken yeah. up with. But you don't get mad about it because that's the way it goes. That's the show. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's it, it just sucks because I think we're rooting so hard for these women at mm-hmm. the at this point that that's why everyone's so mad. But really, this is this is normal for the show. <laughs> Probably another thing going back to Blake's comment. If if we knew him better going into this and we were really connected to him as a character, we'd be rooting for his happiness. But we know these girls basically just as well as we know him. So we end up rooting for them even more or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just it's so true. Okay, we leave this episode off with Clinton saying that he's going off to get Susie. And well, we know what happens because we've seen. (laughs) You've seen the screeners, but uh, you guys will find out tonight. And that's all I can say about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's again, another fascinating episode and I can't wait to watch the after the final rose because like, I'm also be like, I'm watching this as a viewer and I just can't wait to see how he, cause he's probably learned so much from this and grown in the last like few months more than he has in his whole life. And I'm very curious to see how he handles this situation. Yeah. Same, same. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough of the episode. After this break, we are going to go into Bachelor headlines. And I'm only going to do ones that pertain to you, Caitlin. I mean, look at you. Seven years removed from the show. And most of the headlines pertain to you in one way or another. You're that much of a rock star. Okay. See you guys in a sec. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just and speak to you with a powerful, clean and refreshing scent. Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. 
Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24 seven. Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right. But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of times you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okie dokie. Caitlin, I'm going to read the headline. You see, normally oh. Ben would read the headline and then I would describe the, you know, the, the story. Yeah. Today, I'm going to read the headline and then you are going to tell me what it's all about because it's about your fiance in this case. Okay, ready? Jason Tartik says that Clayton did not handle himself appropriately with Susie, but everyone makes mistakes. So what's Jason's take on all of this, Ben? Oh my gosh, he's so funny because I think he forgets he was also on the show and how hard it was. And like, he, he watches it now as a viewer. I'm like, can you have a little like more compassion for this situation? And um, so he, he was really, I mean, he felt the same way as I did. He's like, you're not gonna, he's like, you're not gonna like the way he talks to Susie. And I was like, oh, that's so fair. 
Um, but he's already been dragged on the internet. So let's like, let's of course stand up for Susie and, you know, let's say that that's not right of him to speak that way, but let's not, you know, feed into the hate online for him any more than it already is. Do you think that both of our guys have a certain perspective on the show that's a little bit different than us? Because we yeah. were, you know, we weren't always perfect. And the two of no. them, Jason and Jared, always perfect. We're perfect. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I say that to Jason all the time. I'm like, you literally could not have had an easier time yeah. on this show. And like the way that they, you know, of course it's not an edit. They portray you the way you are, yeah. but like, they really just highlighted their perfection. <laughs> they were just superheroes. Our emotions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> totally. Second headline is juicy, and I can't wait to get your uh, your description of it. Jason Tartik says that he and Caitlin want kids the second they get married. Are you going to have a honeymoon, baby? <laughs> Probably. I hope so. I mean, I can only like. Um, like I can only pray that when I can get pregnant and that it can happen that easily for us yeah. because I know so many women struggle. Yeah. And so I hope that is the case. Um, last night, I'm not going to lie. We were like, should we just, should we just do this now? Like <laughs> when really is our wedding going to happen? Like, should we just have a baby now? Uh, last and time you were, we were here like, was like in November. And you said, oh, yeah, definitely 2022. I don't know if it's going to be 2022 unless you do a lope or something. Yeah, I've uh, did we tell you? um, Actually, wait, I'm going to I'm going to tell you that off. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, I I figure I, I think I might know where that's going. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I, I really want two venues. There's two venues in Nashville that I'm like so set on. And so really it will depend on when they're available for when we get married. (laughs) Okay. All right. Very respectable decision. I am so glad that we chose the venues that we did and I would have waited for them. Yes. Jason also talks about the way that he's going to um, feel when he sees you in the wedding dress for the first time. Um, he, oh my it gosh, says wait, that, what did he say? Oh, I don't okay. Even know this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the quote goes like this. Uh, well, this is from the Life and Style article. Jason explains that the one thing they won't do is have first look photos. No offense to Ben and Jess, who did first look photos. I, not a fan. Don't like them. Not traditional enough for me. I like the groom seeing the bride for the first time that day in the dress as the doors open and you see his reaction. And he says, um, he, he wants the experience of, you know, seeing you walk down the aisle, seeing the dress for the first time. And if it's an inconvenience of a few hours of photos, you know, in between the ceremony and the reception, we're just going to have to deal with that because that's something that no one can take from you. The second that we close that wedding chapter, then it's time to have kids. So I, I like that your yeah. your decision, your decision on that. I guess that's a joint decision, right? About having photos in between. Yeah, I have I have always dreamt of my dad walking me down the yeah. aisle and my person see me for the first time like and getting emotional because that's one of my favorite parts to watch yeah yeah and like 27 dresses moment you know you have to look at the groom at the end of the aisle oh it's so romantic and I just like love that and I totally understand why people do first looks um and photos like that and stuff but I yeah 
we don't want to do that. Tip uh, from the wedding pro over here, just the one who has gone through it. Definitely yes. assume that photos are going to take longer than you schedule for them. Did you know that at our wedding, we had to, in the moment, buy an extra hour at the reception venue because photos took really? long and we wanted it to last, yeah, longer. We were a whole like hour delayed. Oh, interesting. Oh my gosh. I had the best time at your wedding. Oh, I like loved you. every second of that. That thank was you. so, everything was perfect. Like that's, um, that's something that like we talk about as uh, like what we want our wedding to be like, it would be like yours. Well, thank you. That is the nicest compliment and we can't hear it enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we have a, another headline. It's not exactly pertaining to you, but I want to know if you got to talk to him yesterday about this. Okay. So Rodney Matthews hopes to find love on a Bachelor spinoff. Oh, so he's actually referring to Bachelor Live on stage because they're doing, you know, alumni. They're they're finding love like on the stage. This is like the new way of. You, they were yeah. finding random guys in each city um, the way yeah. that it was pre-COVID. But now they're taking Bachelor alumni and trying to find love in like a town near them. But I thought he was going to talk about paradise. This is this is yeah. lame. I don't I don't I don't want I don't care about who he finds on the stage on Bachelor um, live. I'm sorry, but you're not going to find love. I mean, no, we don't gonna- want you to find love there because you need to be but, on Paradise. So, like, do you think he's going to be on yeah. Paradise? Did you talk to him at all about that? Um, we honestly, we were too busy trying to nail a TikTok to talk about anything else. So, um, <laughs> no, I didn't. But I really want him to be on Paradise. <laughs> okay, he's very sweet. Any other behind-the-scenes scoop that you got from yesterday? Because you were there with Michelle, Nick, Claire, Rodney. Is that it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any scoops that I got. But truly, they kind of kept us separated yeah. because of COVID. <laughs> um, oh, I heard that that's still like they were still pretty strict about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all had to get like tested three days before, two days before the day of and like masks. And but then you go in the room and everybody's there with that. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But um, what was like, oh, you know who I met Nick's girlfriend who is so oh, Natalie. She's amazing. Uh, yeah. She's amazing. We love them together. Isn't he just the happiest you've ever seen him? Yes. And just so they're just so great together and supportive and sweet and happy. And it's amazing. I know. It's like, okay, Nick, let's just, let's just get a ring on it. Yeah. Lock it up. Yeah. Did you get anything from Claire? Because uh, Nick posted something about Claire being single. And the last time we had a headline about Claire, um, it was about her maybe hanging out with another guy from her season. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. From what I gathered, I definitely think she's single. Okay. Don't want to speak for her, but yeah. that's what I gathered and like ready to mingle. So. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, not to wrap this up on a sad note, but I have to. Um, the other yeah. Bachelor headline we have is that that Clint Arliss's death was revealed as a suicide this week. And, um, you know, he died on January 11th and it's just so sad. You know, it's just like, there's, I don't have any words for it. I mean, Caitlin obviously, you know, had him on her season and I met him a couple of times and it's just so incredibly sad. It's, I reached out to his sister just to be like, I've never met her. I don't know that, but I just wanted to be like, 
I am so sorry. Like I can't, I cannot imagine going through that, like with a family member, um, depression is so real. Uh, I wish that, you know, I wish everybody had the proper resources and, and things if they're going through something to get help, like they do, but like, I wish people really used those resources to help them because I understand depression and mental health problems. And it's just so tragic. And uh, I just, I, yeah, I have no words because I'm like, I, I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. When I, when I saw the news, when I heard about it, when I read about it, I was just sick to my stomach because even though obviously things didn't end great between us. I truly heard really great things about him from everybody else. Like the way his friends spoke about him, his family, um, his people in the wrestling world, the way about him, like, like they spoke, they all spoke super highly of him. And so I'm, it's absolutely tragic. (sighs) Yeah. I wish that there was something other than that to say, but exactly what you said, you know, know, just like, seek help don't be afraid to talk about what you're going through yes and like there's hotlines you can call and like when you're in that moment like I just I don't know it's I can't ever like put myself in that position to like know what that dark of a time would feel like but it must be so scary to reach out for help but like those those resources are there for a reason because Mm -hmm. there are people out there who can help you Mm -hmm. yes all right. Well, until tomorrow, guys, uh, then we, we are going to be here breaking down the finale with Serene. Have you met Serene yet? Um, yeah, I did. She was on the date that I hosted on Clayton season and she is lovely. Okay. Well, can't wait. I'm sure she's going to have a whole bunch of insider knowledge on all of these girls' feelings because I'm sure she's good friends with the top three being that she was, you know, top four. Totally. All yes. right. Caitlin, you are the best man. My crutch word really is all right when Ben's not here. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I have one too. Yeah, I have one too. I always have like, if I can't even listen back to my own podcast because I'm like, oh, shut up, Caitlin. Stop saying the same shit every time. <laughs> What's your word? <laughs> what do you keep saying? trying to I'm trying to think I feel like I always say um I don't know I'm gonna have to get back to you on that one because there's I'll I'll be in the moment like I'm gonna podcast later with Katie Thurston actually Mm -hmm. and I'll figure out what my word is that'll happen (laughs) (laughs) okay that makes me think about uh just just all the people complaining about Clayton and Susie saying like 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 and you know that they say like more in the context of the show because they're trying to think about the most careful word. That's the most careful yes. wording and they're <laughs> describing emotions which is already awkward. So when you put the two together, you don't want to get in trouble on TV. You don't want somebody to hate you. You're trying to describe your feelings. And you just say nervous. like a lot and you're nervous. Just like that's just what you do. It, it, it's fine. Don't make fun of them for it. Yeah. Love you, Caitlin. Thanks for being here. Love you. I've been Ashley, and you've been. You've been. Caitlin. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, 
talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pamper Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.